The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Join me with our host. We got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? It was weird for a little bit there because it was, it was Wednesday. We had a uh, no playoff hockey on. The hockey channel was kind of, kind of slow a bit. But then, you know, right now it, it's past midnight here on the East Coast. I'm starting to get juiced up a little bit for, for this game. This game five on Thursday night. So I'm ready to get going here. Oh, I'm a little out of it myself. Uh, stayed up all night celebrating the going to the finals last night. Uh, you know, a day late, but I didn't work today, so I uh, uh, saved it for then. And uh, yeah, watched the Boston Celtics not collapse this time, so that was good. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll here. Uh, a little hungover, but uh, just grinding it out. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. I'm juiced up. I'm ready to watch my boy fucking South African troll Louis Oosthuizen and his fucking satellite ears win the fucking first ever live golf tournament. So I'm fired up for that tomorrow. I'm fired up for the RBC Canadian Open. I'm fired up for fucking game five of NHL playoffs here. Fucking, what is it? The semifinals between Tampa and New York. Oh, tomorrow's going to be a good day. I'm doing CFL. Don't forget CFL. CFL's Holy shit, bro. I don't even know. I'm. I can't even handle it. Tomorrow's going to be the sickest Thursday in fucking years, man. Um, all right. We're all doing good. Everybody. Fuck. What am I saying here? Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the fucking place to be, man. They got tons of sick articles, tons of sick shows, tons of information. Every sport, dude. Uh, fuck. I don't know. College. I guess nothing college going on. I'm. We're having a tough go here. Uh, NASCAR is ripping. Hockey's ripping. NBA's in the fucking finals, dude. There's everything going on. Baseball's doing their shit. They're 500 games into a trillion game long season. They're still ripping. Tons of good shit. USFL's popping off. Uh, what else we got? I don't know. Everything, man. Golf. Golf podcast is killing it. We're killing it here too. Get your ass to the sports gaming podcast network website. That's the place to be, dude. They got tons of good shit. We've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. You know, eventually hockey season's going to be up and we're still going to be doing our thing but we're going to have to bet other things and that's the place to go if you want to uh, get some insight quality insight from all the boys there um as well shout out to all our friends and pals in the slack group ryan touched on it earlier you know there's no nhl games today for the first time pretty much all season long right like especially with playoffs and shit going on so that kind of sucked but it's still popping off in the slack group so if you're not in the slack get your ass in the slack 
Yeah, Slack's always going to be a blast there. Even without hockey, there's going to be a bunch of other stuff to uh, bet on. I think uh, one sharp shark bet against my Phillies tonight, who just completely demolished the uh, Brewers there in Milwaukee. Phillies are getting hot again, so that's fun to watch. So, yeah, check out Sports Gun Podcast website for everything, the Slack, and make sure you uh, listen and subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, sg.pn slash hockey and spotify sg.pn slash hockey s so you uh can let us uh, feel good about ourselves and have something to read at the end of the show all right boys i gotta be honest that intro that was a grind i was a fourth line grinder i just threw a pizza through the middle it got picked off it picked up and scored against like that was a tough fucking go rough start to the show but we're gonna keep on trucking here boys uh we're gonna kick things off with our editorial news and discussion topics a couple things to kind of jump in here nothing too crazy uh maybe the first thing we have is pretty uh pretty detrimental but we'll jump right into it a little bit of rumblings out of Boston here. Maybe things aren't all that good in the garden. Uh, there's been some rumors coming out where David Pasternak said he would not, definitely not resign a contract with, uh, who's their GM? Is it Don Sweeney? They're saying uh, if Sweeney's still there, fucking Pasternak will definitely not be uh, resigning. Now, I heard his agent came out and denied the claims, but boys, where there's smoke, there's fire here. So, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh, maybe everything's not as gorgeous as it normally is in Boston here. What do you think? Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're Pasternak, you don't want to be there. You you see the writing on the wall, especially if Bergeron's not coming back. You see Marchand's going to be out. They have that good defense we talked about last show with with what they're doing here by firing Cassidy. But it's definitely going to be some sort of reload or rebuild here of sorts. I know Joel mentioned in the Slack the other night that he joked that they could maybe tank for Bedard for a year and just replace Bergeron with Bedard. Which if they if they somehow do that, I would just absolutely riot if he goes to some some big team like that. He he should go to a team that's been struggling and needs to rebuild. But nonetheless, I think Pasternak is a free agent uh, next off season. So. If he doesn't get a contract done this offseason, I feel like the Bruins kind of have to trade him just to get maximum value while they can. Yeah, I also said in the Slack that uh, Boston's going to be the most interesting team to follow this offseason with all the long-term injuries, the uh, new coaching search, uh, Pasternak, Bergeron. Uh, there's a bunch of questions in the air, and uh, Boston's uh, getting more and more intriguing the more these these rumors keep uh, getting tossed around so uh yeah i mean obviously that'd be a huge loss for pasta for pasta that would uh dictate where they're going are they rebuilding or just retooling um of course bergeron uh also fits in that direction so uh you know why the, the pasternak trade might uh might be contingent on bergeron's decision if he if he sticks around maybe pasta sticks around but if he retires then i, I see a trade more likely uh, but uh, at the end of the day i think that he, he stays in boston yeah, you're right, man. Like, it, it kind of seems like they're tied together. Their fates are tied together no matter what happens here. Um, I feel like that word, that word retool, like, it, it's overused. But how many successful retools technically have we seen? Like, the Rangers is definitely a successful retool. They did it. But no offense, Ryan, look at a team like Philadelphia. They've kind of been talking retool lately. Do you really see success going on there? You know, maybe it, maybe it, you're better to just bite the fucking bullet and clean house and and start over, you know. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where how it plays out for sure. Uh, I'd, like I'd, say that, I'd say the Rangers was a rebuild, not a retool. I mean, they... They started from scratch. Basically, they got those but uh, it only took few like lottery three. picks. Missed, I know. They're just they good at it. For one they were good at it. That's year, it. Like, no, it wasn't a retool, though. The, it was a rebuild. The, 
the Rangers got really lucky. They got they got Shosturkin in the fourth round. Uh, I mean, they got a good trade. They they traded Derek Broussard for Zabanjad in the second round pick. That was a great trade there. Adam Fox pretty much demanded to play there because he's from New York. Panarin wanted to go there because it's New York. So, like, they lucked into a few guys. They had a few lottery players that aren't even really playing up to their potential. But, I mean, it's really just Shosturkin carrying the team than them not having complete horrible contracts that they can't build around they're able to get those pieces in play and have a goalie where they're able to just kind of go from Lundqvist to Shosturkin like it's it's not even fair yeah that transition helps the cost too and all, all those player additions you said too man like Zibanejad for basically fucking peanuts Panarin wanting to sign there Fox wanting to sign there like it's uh that, that goes a long way for sure all right boys uh, where, where do we think you could see uh if you had to pick one team off the top of your head where do you th- think you could see Pasternak could fit best oh, I saw someone fuck. said Carolina That'd be a great addition there. They need to score. But off the wall, I could see him going to like somewhere like Anaheim, help out uh, Zegris and those young guys, or L.A., a team out west. Could be something cool for him. Yeah, I, I could see Carolina. They need a goal scorer for sure. Uh, you know, they got all that defense uh, for days, but they, they couldn't score when they had to. So a pass to go on there is uh, interesting. Um, I think they're going to be looking out for an elite goal scorer this offseason. Well, didn't Rob Brendenberg came out after the playoffs and he kind of, you know, had a low – a little shot at the fucking owner saying, uh, or GM rather saying, you know, we don't have an elite goal scorer. So that would make all the sense in the world to see a guy like Pasternak go there. He has all the fucking goal scoring talent he could want. Um, so yeah, man, maybe Carolina's the front runner, but I like what Ryan said, you know, get him out to an LA, get him out to a fucking Anaheim or something like that too. Like these are up and coming young teams that have all the talent in the world. Throw Pasternak in the mix, especially the team like LA, maybe that's enough to put them over the top. All right, we'll jump down here. Uh, this next one, we were even talking before the show here, saying, like, is this really something we're talking about? But, like, uh, Seattle Kraken's goaltender, or maybe backup goaltender, Chris Drieger, is expected to miss seven to nine months after uh, taking an injury at the World Championships. He has a torn ACL. He just successfully had surgery, but still seven to nine months being out. And we were saying, like, oh, it's Chris Drieger. Is this worth talking about? But it's more so the fact that this happened in an international tournament. And, like, it's not the Olympics, you know. Obviously, these tournaments are big for European players, European countries, European teams. But for, you know, Canadians, North Americans, it's something that you'll see a lot of players decline. And this is exactly why here. You know, a guy like Chris Drieger is out seven to nine months. That's that's tough for anybody, boys. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Any opinions here or what? Yeah, I mean, the injury risk is always going to be there no matter what you play. And you see people, players playing in the beauty league where it's just like pickup hockey. But, yeah, this is players want to play for their country potentially showcase their their selves for if they're a free agent or potential trade chip but also this is this is the exact exact downside of it if you get hurt it could be if you're one of those fringe players it could be like a career ending injury for someone like that so i mean drieger be able to be a he's been a journeyman backup guy he should probably still can keep that job with seattle but if this was someone bigger like we were talking about john Tavares when he was injured at the olympics or, or someone even like a a steady NHL middle six guy. You might see more discourse around this, but just because it's, it's Drieger and it's not really that big of a deal, that this is what it's going to be. Don't let the owners or Gary fucking Batman hear you say that, Tom. <laughs> or they'll want to prevent the NHL <laughs> players from going to this tournament too. Fuck, they will, eh? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he's he wasn't as good as well. Actually, he might have been a little bit better than Grubauer, but he wasn't very good either. So, the Kraken they need a goalie anyway. Uh, I guess they got to rely on, on Grubauer to get the job. So this isn't a huge deal for them, I don't think. Uh, 
It could be. I mean, if Grubauer is as bad as he was, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> then they're dealing with uh, uh, a very bad situation. But uh, yeah, he'll miss the first. Uh, what is that? First half of the season. Uh, uh, they're they're going to be rebuilding anyway. They're not going to be in a no, playoff shape anyway. So uh, yeah, this could be a blessing in disguise. Fucking Miko Costum wins to Seattle. Fucking you heard it here first. All right, uh, going on to the last thing on the docket here. Some interesting news coming out of Florida, more specifically the Claude Giroux camp here. Uh, Ryan's favorite player, Claude Giroux. Will he resign to Florida? Will he go to Ottawa? Ryan, where the fuck do you see Claude Giroux going on this offseason? The guy has options, man. Everybody would love to have him on their team for sure. Mm-hmm. P- Pierre LeBron had a good good piece on him in The Athletic on uh, on Wednesday where he, he sat down with them. I mean, Giroux said how, how much he, he enjoyed being in Florida, but like... Looking at Florida's cap space, it's it's going to be tough for them to to bring him back. Uh, LeBron maybe said maybe like Drew should look for like a three year deal to set up some roots down there, and and I could see him definitely going back to Florida if they can move around some cap space. I mean, every everyone that was down there talking about Drew, players, broadcasters, coaches, was just talking about how great having someone like that on the ice in the locker room on the bench mentoring the, the young kids was going to be. So if he stayed down there, it's Probably a good move for him and for the Panthers. They're going to be contenders for a few years. There's some talk that he could go home to Ottawa, which uh, he because he's from Hearst, which is apparently near Ottawa, but nowhere near it actually. But <laughs> Senators fans want him, so maybe that's more of like after this next three-year contract to go there to have his final year. But he, he, I don't think he's coming back to the Flyers, especially not given just the the shit show that is going on in this front office and in the in the roster and basically up and down the organization. So I could definitely see Drew going back to Florida, but it's going to be be a tight fit for the Panthers. Yeah, I think he'll stay with Florida. He'll want to contend. He wants to win a Stanley Cup, and uh, he'll definitely want to go to a contending team unless he gets paid, you know, a massive amount of money by uh not maybe not Ottawa, but maybe uh a Montreal who uh I think are gonna be gearing up this year. Um but yeah I think the the Panthers are the most likely destination which is good for them because they gave up a shit ton for them and uh they still got bounced and swept in the second round. So yeah, th- th- this needs to happen for them. Uh otherwise the uh, yeah it's just uh, they lose a lot of that a lot of those assets for uh, for nothing. All right. Uh, first of all, I can confirm that Hearst, Ontario, uh, I have played a couple hockey tournaments there and shit. It's more so closer to Ottawa than it is Toronto. But truth be told, it's probably closer to Winnipeg than it is either of those. Uh, it's kind of in the middle to northern Ontario. So who knows? Uh, Claude Drew could go back to Ottawa. Either way, come on. What it comes down to, and Ryan, you touched on it, this is a player that hasn't won a Stanley Cup that's good enough to win a Stanley Cup. So obviously he's probably going to want to stay where he has contention. Florida does make the most sense. I would not be surprised to see him re-sign there as long as they can fit him in the cap. Uh, and fuck, why wouldn't you want to play with Florida, man? Excellent team, excellent location, fucking great franchise. So uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's probably what's best for him. And who knows? Maybe is there an off chance he comes back to Philadelphia? What do you think? No. No, I don't no. think so. That ship is sailed. No. That ship is sailed. Yeah, that, that, we we gave him the big farewell. I think that sh- that should be it. That's a good point too. Make sure to get down on the wins bet fifty dollars win two hundred dollar promotion where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. 
WinBet is also offering an ultimate fantasy football experience. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you'll get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. They're also offering a Party with DJ Diesel package where all users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for one of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat feature where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play on their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. All right, boys, that wraps up our NHL news and discussion topics. Oh, fuck. Gentlemen. 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 Oh, fuck. There it is right there. Okay, we're going to jump into this. A couple, it was his last show, two shows ago, a couple shows ago. We ran our segment. We tried something a little new. We had a segment called Fraud or Nod, where we talked about NHL goalies. We said, are they a fraud or would you give them the nod? I think it went over pretty well. We decided we're going to keep this going a little bit. We're going to try a different segment, similar kind of style here, all right? Now, before we get into this, gentlemen, do you guys like tarts? Like like butter tarts, you know, tarts, the pastries? Uh, not particularly, no. No? Yeah, okay. They're all right. They're all right? Well, for the <laughs> sake of the segment, you love a tart. You love a good butter tart. A nice butter tart on a fucking summer day with a couple pints, that fucking knocks your rocks off, baby. We're doing the segment. This segment is called Tart, Dart, or Shart. So what I'm going to do here in Tart, Dart, or Shart, I got a couple statements I'm going to read out. And this is how worried you are about these statements. Now, if you're a tart, it means I'm not worried. I'm sitting there. I'm eating a nice tart. This is beautiful. I got nothing to worry about. If you're having a dart, that means I'm a little worried. You know, I'm stress smoking. I'm having a little smoke here. So a dart is a little bit stressful. And then finally, there is the shart. And that is, I am shitting my pants. I am full-blown shitting my pants. I am really worried about this. We are worried. So we have tart, dart, or shart. Gentlemen, are you ready for tart, dart, or shart? Is it too late this to is veto this? Better. 
<laughs> this is already better than fraud or not. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, for for the listeners here, I came up with this segment and I was telling the boys, I'm not telling you what this is until we get onto the show because I know if I told them ahead, ahead of hand, Joel wouldn't fucking do it. But we're <laughs> locked in now, all right? Boys, it's time for the first installment of Tart, Dart, or Shart. We're going to kick it off here. First segment. Gentlemen, you're, the, you're an Ottawa Senators fans. How worried are you that the Melnick daughters will sell the team and the Ottawa Senators will be relocated? Ryan, you're first. Tart, dart, or shart? Uh, tart for this one. I, I can't see any way Ottawa is, is up there for a potential relocation, given what's going on with Arizona and some other teams in those markets. So I think Ottawa is going to keep their team. Uh, tart, I guess, but it's Ottawa. Who cares? <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Okay, for myself... I'm going to go with a little dart here, boys. Who knows what's going to happen? This team has been, you know, they've had owners that weren't willing to spend money. The daughters are in control of this fucking team, the Melnick daughters. They're going to sell it to the highest bidder, most likely. And you got to remember, this is the team that doesn't even play in Ottawa, for fuck's sakes. So if you're coming in here and you're going to buy this team, you're going to have some influence through Batman. Chances are, if Batman wants to move this team to fucking the States, he'll do it in a heartbeat. So I'm going to have a little single dart here. I'm going with the dart for the Sens fans maybe being a little worried that the team will be relocated moving down you know where they should go where they should go to toronto toronto (laughs) needs two teams i hate that idea they were talking about it a few years ago (laughs) you'll need a few darts too i will i don't even smoke anymore but fuck if that's the case i might do maybe hamilton though that i don't know we'll see about that um all right moving down here boys julie this one's going to you first you're a vander kane how worried are you that there isn't a team in the NHL willing to sign you for longer than four years on your upcoming contract? Tart, dart, or shart? Uh, well, he already knows this, so uh, <laughs> I guess tart. I mean, the shart happened a long time ago when he was a shark. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> right now, that that's, he already knows that. I mean, you got to be a pretty desperate dumb GM to give him uh, four plus years there. I think that he'll get a short term deal, maybe uh seven mil two years, something like that. Uh but no, I don't see uh, anyone giving him four plus years. So and and I think he knows that. Uh I give this question a shart because I don't think even a, a Vander Kane without <laughs> any off ice issues would get a four year deal. He's gonna be thirty one in August. Even on the ice, he, he's been up and down recently. He, he's had on-ice issues with, with his anger and stuff. But, yeah, I don't think Kane's getting more than a year or two, if that, at, at the absolute most. All right. Now, I would generally agree with you. But after that playoff performance that we saw from him this year, now, it helps that he was playing with McDavid. Of course it does. That's going to help anybody. But, man, you guys don't think there's any team in the league out of the 32 teams that are willing to give this guy, like, a five-year deal? possible but like i said it's gonna be a dumb desperate gm hey there's yeah, plenty gotta, of those I, I was wrong too I, I i said that uh kane wouldn't be signed and there he goes to auto edmonton so i could be over two yeah I, uh, I think there would have to be some sort of uh some clauses in in long-term contracts if, if he gets signed okay for this one i am i am a, i'm a dart again i'm in the middle just one dart you know like it could happen it could be worrisome but i i i'm pretty sure that we might because you got to remember this guy's in fucking bankruptcy right so he's taking term and money and if that means he has to go to fucking i don't know some if he has to go to seattle as long as they're offering him the money i guarantee you he'll probably take it 
All right. Heading down number three here. Uh, a couple more after this. Not many. Uh, gentlemen, you're Joel Quinville. How worried are you that you'll never coach in the NHL again? Tart, dart, or shart? Ryan, I'm going to you. This, <laughs> this, no, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I figured that I'm thinking here. It's, it's at least a dart, quite possibly quite a few darts here. Cause I, I could see it's going to, this off season, I, I think is going to decide it. There's, there's a lot of good coaches out there. There's going to be, it's going to be a, a hot potato going around with the coaches, musical chairs, whichever team is left without one of those trots or Cassidy or candidates like that. Teams even are going to probably look for Tortorella before they look towards uh, Joel Quenville. So I, I'm going to go a few darts pretty close to a shart here. Uh, yeah, what was the question again? My fucking headphones popped out. <laughs> All right. You're Joel Quenville. How Convenient. worried are you that you'll never coach in the NHL again? Uh, no, Tart. Uh, he's going to come back. Uh, if he'll take back Evander Kane, they're going to take uh, Joel Quenville. Uh we saw how poorly Florida did in the playoffs, uh, even against the Capitals uh, and then against the Lightning. I mean, last year, uh, the Panthers were a weaker team, but they still uh, took the Lightning to six, seven games. Uh, so they gave a much better series there. And that was with Quenville. Uh, Andrew Burnett didn't give the adjust, the right adjustments. And uh, Quenville, I think, would uh, make them a better playoff team. So, yeah, there's going to be teams out there who want them. Uh, it's, it's not like he was the fucking video coach. All right, dude. I'm exactly with Joel here. I'm a I'm a tart. This guy is too good of a coach for to be blacklisted from the NHL for this entire time. There's going to be some team down the road. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. The wait for the smoke to die down a little bit. But uh, this is a guy that we will see in a coaching position in the NHL. Honestly, probably within the next five years, I wouldn't be too surprised. Um, now it sucks everything that happened. It's a touchy subject. Obviously, we're not going to get into it. But yeah, like uh, the NHL's. It's it's the it's the old boys club, right? And he's just as in this club as anybody else. So he'll be fucking back for sure. All right, heading down to number four. We got two more here, gentlemen. So don't you worry. Uh, number four here. You're Jeremy Jacobs, owner of the Boston Bruins. How worried are you that your team may finally be trending downwards with the Pasternak and Bergeron rumors? Tart, dart, or shart? I think we I think this this is probably a shard here, especially with Bergeron possibly leaning towards retirement, and then that would start to start a domino effect of, of Pasternak wanting to get traded or them wanting to move Pasternak. And then I mean they have a few guys I was looking before when we were talking about it. They have Charlie Coyle locked up who has a no movement clause. Taylor Hall is a guy I could see them trying to move. He's got a I think three or four more years on his contract, but they have the pieces there. They have McAvoy. That that's what they need. If Swayman, I think a lot, a lot, there's a lot of sway in Swayman there. With uh, <laughs> if he's good, they can be good. If he's bad, they're going to be trending downward. So this is this is definitely the closest thing to a shark here. So I'll, I'll go with shark. I'll go with the dart myself. Uh, yeah, there's obviously big concerns there with the the big top line, uh, but they have uh, two of the best defensemen in the league there with McAvoy and Lindholm. Uh, signed for a while and uh, uh, on good deals. And then, yeah, you said Swayman in net. So uh, they got the back end figured out. And uh, maybe they, they won't be as competitive as they were, assuming uh, Bergeron and Marchand are uh, are out for a while and Bergeron retires. But, 
altogether, I think that they'll be fine going forward. So uh, we'll stick with the dart because they're not going to be an elite team. They're not going to win the Atlantic next year, but uh, they'll they'll still find ways to be competitive, especially if they get a guy like Barry Trotz in there. All right. Now, that coaching position is definitely a big if. Uh, what happens there is definitely going to be pretty detrimental to what we see with the Bruins next year. Uh, for myself, man, like, boys, I'm like, I'm not quite at the chart level. But, like, I'm, like, four darts and then top it off with a little bong load to fucking help clear the nerves a little bit here. There's a lot to be worried about here, man. If fucking Bergeron retires or if he walks somewhere else, if Pasternak doesn't resign in two years, what does that say for Marchand? Like, if those guys leave, do you really think he'll be fucking willing to kick around for much longer? And he's getting up there in age, too. There is some there is some well-reasoning for the Bruins to be worried here, especially Jeremy Jacobs. Um, now... One of the biggest things for me, too, is traditionally Boston, and it starts from those three guys that we talked about, uh, Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, even Chara back in the day, Tuka Rask. They've been known to sign remotely team-friendly deals and install that attitude around the dressing room. Guys like Charlie McAvoy just cashed in, man. So that that theory of their cells might be changing, and they might be up against the cap before they know it. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I think we're going to see a little bit of change in Boston here than we have in the past, you know, 10, 15 years or so. So I'm about four darts and a bong load to help cool the nerves. All right. Heading down to our last one. This has been a pretty good segment. I would enjoy it. If you guys have it, go fuck yourselves. But still, we're going to finish it off here. Gentlemen, you're Jolie, this one's going to you, OK? You're Gary Bettman. How worried are you that the Arizona State University Coyotes pet project is going to fail miserably? The, the pet project? The Coyotes? <laughs> no, the Coyotes at Arizona State University. Okay. Uh, fail miserably. I mean, they failed miserably last season. It's just going to a smaller building. And, uh, you know, what? it might be might be better to be a smaller building because we're inviting fans in the, the big building anyway. So uh, not if they're charging a hundred bucks a fucking ticket like it was leaked. Oh, really? OK, yeah. I have no idea. I don't uh, I care less about Arizona than I do about Ottawa. So uh, if I have my film, Gary Bettman, uh, he would already be charting. This is old news, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say shark fine because uh yeah, there's always a chance that he's, he's going to lose that that project. But uh, I really have no thanks idea what the, the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, thanks. Can you uh, give me the wording of the question again? Okay. You're Gary Bettman. How worried are you that the Arizona State University Coyotes pet project is going to fail miserably? More so the team having to play in the fucking university barn that holds 9,000 fans. Doesn't Gary Bettman want this to fail though? Like, doesn't he want the Coyotes to kind of fail so we can move them somewhere else and just just get a get a clean slate? So, see, no, I he guess, doesn't though, man. Like, he's are you, been but are so you sure he's been so keen on having Arizona be a team. That's why the league purchased the team from their fucking failing owners like twelve years ago, man. Yeah, he could have just let them walk there. then. Like, this is his pet project: is making this shit work in the desert. I mean, I I, th- I think it definitely could work there because it's going to be a smaller arena. But if it if it's packed, if they can sell tickets, they can get some of those uh, Arizona State girls there. That's going to be it's going to be a good time there to go down there get go go there for for a road road trip maybe game. So I'll go with a few darts for uh, Gary Bettman. He definitely could use a few. Okay, for me, this is an absolute shark. You are filling your fucking drawers. You got to go to Winners to buy those fucking cheap pairs of underwear that comes in fucking five packs because you're going to be sharding every single one. This is going to be 
absolutely miserable for everybody involved, dude. And the reason for that, Ryan touched on it. It'd be so sick if you had, you know, the university crowd in there. It'd be like a fucking cool thing, all the students and that. But keep in mind, they leaked ticket prices and the average ticket price in the top of the fucking one bowl that they have is selling for 100 bucks. Now, that's leaked. That's not confirmed. That probably most likely will change due to the reception that came along with it. But, dude, if you're trying to draw a student audience and you're charging tickets that fucking much for a team that, let's face it, nobody in Arizona gives a single fuck about the Arizona Coyotes, you're, you're done, bro. Like You don't stand a chance. You suck. You ruined it. So for me, and keep in mind, too, from a player's point of view. You only got so many years to play in the NHL. You want to be a big league. You want to play in fucking New York or somewhere sick. Or even if you don't want the hype, you still want to be in somewhere that looks like you're in the fucking National Hockey League. You're playing in Arizona State University's fucking arena. Absolutely horrible, dude. That's not how you want to spend your years in the NHL. So for those couple of reasons alone, this is a shart. You are shitting all over the place. There isn't enough Charmin brand fucking toilet paper that can cha-cha-cha your asshole out here because you are fucked. You are covered in shit. Covered in shart, if you will. All right, boys. That was the first installment of Oh, Target that's it? Dar- no more? No, that's Thanks, it. Bro. We only had the five. Get out of here. That was a fun. That was a fun. This segment. is a fucking gambling show. I haven't heard one line yet. We've been spending half got... an hour on nonsense topics. That's because we got one that... fucking game to gamble on, bro. Come I, I got to yeah. say, that was definitely that was definitely one of your uh, best two segments so far. Thank oh you very goodness. much. Out of the two, that one, that's number one. OK, well, get fucking used to it, Julie, because we're doing this all summer. Long. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> we're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. 
IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Thank you all for listening to Tart Darter Shark. I thought that was a success. Uh, okay. We're moving into the Eastern Conference Finals here. We got Game 5 here. Finally, we're getting into some hockey and some gambling here. The game itself is on Thursday at 8 p.m. The series is tied 2-2. We got a Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York here. Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 130. Tampa Bay on the puck line sitting at plus 190. New York Rangers money line is at plus 110. New York on the puck line sitting at minus 230. Uh, New York is plus 1.5 on that puck line, by the way. The over-under is set at 5.5. Overpaying on plus 120. The under minus 140. Uh, current series odd. These jumps since last show, man, since last game. Lightning are paying off minus 170 to win. Rangers plus 150 to win. Um for the series to go over six and a half games, it's paying minus 115, under minus 115 as well. Uh, for the Lightning to win in six, plus 180. The Rangers to win in six, plus 400. Jolie, you wanted to talk some gambling odds here. We're throwing this to you, bud. What do you got? All right. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Lightning finally woken up. They got their rest out of their system, and they're playing good hockey, especially in the uh, game three there, the, the second half of that game. They were... Truly dominant. Uh, the Rangers could not keep up there, even though they're the faster team. The Lightning made them look like uh, they're turtles. Um, so yeah, and then Vasilevsky has been better, especially in uh, Game Four there. And and Shesterkin looks a little, uh, little, little tired. I know he's he's supposed to be efficient with his movement, so he conserves the energy. Uh, but lately, he's been giving up a lot of rebounds. So I'm I'm liking the the Lightning here again at only well, minus one thirty. Uh, then the Rangers are dealing with some injuries too. You have Philip Heedle, I don't know if he's playing, and uh, Ryan Strom didn't play the last game. Lind- Lindgren's banged up, Goudreau's banged up, uh, and Lightning, of course, they had that long rest, so they should be a bit fresher here. Uh, the Rangers, of course, had the two uh, seven-game series, so they're they're dealing with a lot of uh, a lot of weight in their shoulders, uh, being banged up for 14 games prior to the series. And uh, yeah, the Lightning—they're—they've they're, they're, been in a spot before. Uh, they'll be happy to go back to New York, tied it up. You know, they got a bit of a scare there going down two nothing in the series, but uh, I think they're—they're they're back on track here. The total looks about right to me. Uh, Tempted to take the over just because of what I said about Shostak, and he looks a little tired. But instead, I'm going to go with the Lightning here uh, because uh, Vasilevsky's also uh, looking better and better. So. Give me the bolts here uh, uh, in a close game, but I think they get it done. And uh, just because of the line, I like the uh, buck line here, plus 190, just because it's a it's a big difference there between uh, the money line and the puck line. So plus 190 instead of minus 130, you can go with that uh, or just the money line either way. But uh, I like a bit more value there with plus 190. I think that they uh, they can they can cruise here. Um, um, just just with the, the the line there uh but 
Yeah, just give me the lightning. Yeah, yeah, I'm there with you. You mentioned it. Their Strom game time decision, a Heedle game time decision. Uh, Gallant said that he he expected Strom to play in game game four. It was a game time decision, and then tough call. How did he made? He didn't play, and then with Heedle getting hurt, it was just too much of the Rangers. They don't. They already kind of are lacking depth, even after adding Vitrano and Cop at the deadline. But if Strom can't play, if Cheeto can't play, then I think it's just going to be another lightning route. Even if they do play, the Rangers. They, you mentioned that the back-to-back seven-game series has to be catching up with them. They've played 18 games, 18 playoff hockey games in the last 36 days. They've played every other day for the past three or four weeks now. After after beating the Canes in seven, they're going right into this series. They they, they rode that momentum in, in game one and two for for two wins there. But then going back to Tampa, Tampa really took control of things, and I think. Tampa knows how to win. They've won back-to-back Stanley Cups for a reason, and even without Braden Point, they're they're able to get it done. So I think Vasilevsky is going to be the better goalie. Shosturkin has really only had that um, that rest when he was pulled in those few Penguin games. I don't think he was pulled in any of the Hurricanes games. So he's played a lot of hockey over the past month. So has Vasilevsky, obviously, but he's also had a little bit of rest. So I think Tampa Bay is the play here. It's I would take the under, but minus 140 is just just way too much. So I'm going to lean to, to Tampa Bay. I don't know if if the money line has enough value for me. So like Joel, I'm going to go on the puck line plus 190. I think they can definitely win it by two. They do, they won it by three last game with the empty netter. They had the two goal two goal win there. So that's the way I'm going here. I, I think the Lightning just it's it's their series to lose now after especially with the injuries with all the the playoff hockey catching up with the Rangers. I think the Lightning are looking forward to being able to, to play long enough to get Braden Point back and extending this series to six games, seven games, or winning it is going to make that a real possibility. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you both, man. Like I, I like Tampa Bay in this game personally. Um, and honestly, on the money line, minus 130, I'm totally okay with that. Fuck yeah, I'll take the shit out of that. Uh, so Tampa Bay money line minus one thirty. Um, Ryan, you touched on the over under here five point five. I, I know I bet it last game too, and what was it five goals? I think it was. Uh, the over under was at five and a half. There's only five goals. I'm taking the over again though, man. Plus one twenty. Like, fuck, I get it. The goalies are both fantastic on either side here, but something has to open up in this series, man. For the firepower you have on each team, I'm taking the over five and a half at plus one twenty as well. Uh, obviously, like Tampa in the series minus one seventy. Um, I do like this going to Game Seven, though, man. Like you can get the what's that over six and a half games paying off minus one fifteen. I think that's a pretty decent play here. I've been counting out New York since day one of these playoffs here, dude. I was like, they're fucked against Pittsburgh. They shoved that up my hoop. Um, so yeah, give me a give me this going to seven as well. I do really like that. But for this particular game, I'm definitely on Tampa Bay on the money line minus one thirty. And like I said, I'm on the over at five point five. Truth be told, man, I think I kind of obviously we all know Tampa got off on the wrong foot to start this series two going down two games. They're a little rusty coming out of the gate after having nine days off or so. I think the Ranger fans, they poked the bear, bro. I don't know. I forget if this was game one or game two, but when they were chanting Igor's better to Vasilevsky. Dude, you don't do that to Vasilevsky, man. Like, you're just asking for shit to happen. This guy could easily not get scored on for the rest of the fucking series, dude. So, uh, don't poke the bear, man. Don't poke the Russian bear. Simple as that. 
All right. Uh, we're jumping down to current Stanley Cup odds. We got a couple of them here. Uh, Colorado to win the Stanley Cup, minus 250. Uh, Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup, plus 300. And the Rangers, plus 650. There's some money there on Tampa, man. A plus 300? I don't hate that, boys. Any uh, any thoughts there? One more thing about uh, huh. what you said there with the over six and a half games. Uh, I think if you like that, you want to bet the Rangers here because uh, – I don't think that they're going to win going to Tampa, you know, an elimination game like that. So I think that it's either one or the other. You like the under six and a half and the lightning or you like the the Rangers and the over six and a half games. Just just the thought there. That's that's what I think. Fair enough. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think if if you're if you're going to take the lightning, look at the lightning in six games plus 182. If you, if you shop around a little bit, I got it at plus 194. I mean that's implying because if if they win if the Lightning win Game Five going back home in Game Six they're going to be what minus one eighty if if not higher favorites depending how Game Five goes so if you parlay those two together it's going to be less than plus one eighty so if you like Lightning in six take the plus one eighty on that but I mean betting it game by game is probably safer and possibly more fun for people but I think there's definitely value to be had there either way. You know, that's a really good point, man. Like you said, if they win game five in New York and they're going back to Tampa, that fucking lightning in six is going to drop significantly price wise. So if you can get it at plus 180, you know, as soon as this podcast drops, or maybe tomorrow before the game, that's something to look out for for sure. I still think it's going to seven, though, and I, I kind of like Tampa in seven, man. Obviously, I know everything Joel said kind of goes against what I'm saying, but like, I don't know. I, I see this going seven, giving New York credit, but I still see Tampa getting the series. All right, I gotta, uh, uh, you didn't give me a chance to speak here, buddy. It's I'm my sorry. time. To... <laughs> I'm sorry. You go. You go. It's not tally time. It's jolly time. <laughs> uh, I, I got nothing. Well, what the <laughs> just, fuck? Kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting that the the odds went up for the Avalanche after this uh, the win for the Lightning. I mean, they were minus two hundred on the last show. Now they're minus two fifty. So uh, that's interesting. Even though the Lightning won, you'd think that if the Rangers were winning the series, then the, that line would go up. But then again, maybe the books are accounting for uh, the fact that this game, this series, will go longer, so the, there'll be uh, more wear and tear on whoever wins. So that that's a possibility there. But uh, current odds, I gotta stick with the Lightning here. The plus three hundred. Uh, I think that they're um, the the scariest team by far that the Avs will have played. So. And I like them to win this series. So Lightning and three to one is is where I'd be looking. Uh, and that I ought to give some credit to the Rangers too. I know that they were outplayed in the first series against the Penguins, but they they really manned up against the Canes and gave them a hell of a hell of a series there. And just uh, they got the goals when the Canes couldn't. So credit to the Rangers too for uh, beating up the Lightning the first two games as well. But I think their time had come. Uh, they'll be better to go in next few years. Uh, Chris Jury, of course, all he does is win. So uh, he's got this this program, this culture, this uh, club going in the right direction. And uh, this would be a great experience going forward. But I think that their time is up for this season. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, go to uh, sg.pn slash winbet to get the best signups for winbet in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. But uh, you may be able to shop around a little bit and get better odds on the Avs if you do like them. I, I think I, I got a minus 200 before last game, possibly minus 225 around there elsewhere. So I still think there's money there. The Lightning, they're going to have to play a long series. I could definitely see it going seven games. I, I bet that in the uh, HGP Puck Puck Challenge last show. So 
I think the Avs are still the the good choice to win the cup. Minus two fifty is a bit long there, but maybe take take a look after uh, game five, see if that comes down a bit, or or shop around and see what you can get. All right, uh, I said it before there. I like Lightning plus three hundred, man. Uh, find it wherever you can. Maybe you can find it for more. That's definitely sick. Um, I don't know. Like fuck. I'm just so pumped for the potential, and I feel like I'm counting out New York too quickly here, but I'm so fucking stoked for the potential of a Tampa Bay-Colorado finals. Like, you pretty much have the two best teams in the NHL going up against it, and that's what you want in the Stanley Cup finals, but you don't always get that, right? So that, uh, that'll that be cool. So, But give me uh, give me Tampa plus 300 if I had to pick between any of those three. All right, boys. It's time for the fucking fan favorite, the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Puck Buck Challenge, HGP Puck Buck Challenge. We don't have a song. There's your fucking song. It's fucking sick. Uh, Where it currently stands, I have 345 Puck Bucks and 46 Puck Cents available. Burp. Ryan has four. It's those pineapple seltzers, baby. Look out. (laughs) Ryan has 405 Puck Bucks uh, available. He has 170 Puck Bucks currently at risk. And Joel has 496 puck bucks available and 26 puck cents. And he has 345 puck bucks currently at risk. Uh, Ryan, why don't you kick us off here, bud? What do you got? Hey, hey, yeah. hey, one uh, second. We should, we should actually revisit what we actually bet the last show. You know, that, that makes <laughs> sense so the listeners uh, can pay attention to what's going on. You're I mean, right. We, we haven't we haven't done that at all, have we? We didn't have a great show last <laughs> one based on these uh, bad bets, but uh, that's what happens when uh, we start looking for fucking prop bets. But uh, yeah, yeah. Just, and what are we doing for the show though? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, just bet the opposite of these because. <laughs> all right. What did you have, so, Ryan? Kick us off from your last week's, right, and well, then we'll go forward. Last show, I bet to go seven games. That, that's still that's still alive, obviously. I had Kucherov over three and a half shots, plus 135.25. That hit. And then the rest of my uh, lost, I had Stamkos over three and a half shots, plus 125 for 25. He had three shots. Hedman over two and a half shots, minus 160 for 80. He only got two shots. Then I had correct score, Tampa Bay 3-2 for plus 900 for 10 bucks. I thought that might come through if the Rangers got a uh, goal there towards the end, but it went the other way. And I had a uh, draw at plus 320 for 15 puck bucks. For my, oh, yeah, now you go in your, your current bets. Oh, okay, and then, then, then for the show here, I'm going to take the Lightning on the puck line, plus 190. I think there, there's some good value there. Uh, 25 puck bucks on that. I'm also going to hedge that a little bit with a uh, 2-2 draw after regulation, plus 850 for just 10 puck bucks. I'm also going to take a Tampa Bay 3-2 correct score for plus 1,300, just five puck bucks on that. Uh, th- then I got a few props here. I got Chris Kreider power play point plus 230 for 15 puck bucks. I mean, you, you see the banner Jad and Fox down in the 100, 150 range. So Kreider gets in front of that. He may be able to score a bit. And then I'm taking Kucherov again over three and a half shots, plus 135 for 50 puck bucks. I think he's been firing the puck on that a lot in the playoffs, and I think that'll continue here in New York. Uh, for myself, uh, last show's bets, I had Adam Fox over 0.5 power play point, and I should have won this one. I thought I won this one. Uh, he's initially credited an assist, but then you could see that the puck hit Vetrano before they, they scored their only goal, so I was taken away. And then Corey Perry, there's another one that should have been. I mean, he was he was everywhere in that power play. He had like uh, three great chances uh, or across multiple power plays, but he didn't get anything in. 
And I went with the over five and a half here at plus 105, lost 25 puck bucks there. I mean, personally, I bet over five, so it was just a push. But uh, yeah, this was a bad bet. That that game was going under all the way. And finally, I did win this one. Lightning minus one and a half, plus 150. Uh, They're the better team for much of the game. So um, yeah, no surprise that that one won as well. And then, of course, I got the added some more money on the Lightning to win the series of plus 120. And uh, current bets, we're going again with the Lightning minus one and a half at plus 190. Uh, it's just a big difference there. Uh, what is it, like a dollar, dollar uh, 20 or so between the money line and the puck line. So I, I like that a lot, uh, especially uh, given the Lightning uh, or the Rangers rather uh, propensity playing the goalie. And uh, next up, oh, 26 puck bucks on that, plus 190. Tampa Bay buck line. Uh, you fucking steal my bet and go one dollar higher. Yep, that's yeah. such a greasy move. I love it. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. Andrew Cop under zero point five points. Uh, so him not to get a point. Minus one forty. Thirty puck bucks on that. Uh, he hasn't got anything in the last few games, and I think that this will be a low scoring game. And minus one forty. I'm fine with that. Uh, Rangers might get one or two goals, but there's a good chance that he won't be involved in them. He's also getting a bit uh, tired, too. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, next up, we're going with Chris Kreider. Over two and a half shots on goal. Minus 110. 20 puck bucks on that. Uh, um, yeah, he's been buzzing lately, uh, getting pucked in the net, driving the net, especially on the power play. And finally, Perry, we're going back to the wall here. Perry, power play point, plus 269 puck bucks on that, uh, just to even it up with that 26, making it even 35. Uh, yeah, uh, he like I said, he's just buzzing in uh, game four there on the power play. So he, he everyone's getting he's feeding the they're feeding the puck to him, and uh, he's getting a lot of shots there. So uh, yeah, I think there's a good chance there at plus two sixty. I think that's good value. All right, for my last show bets, I had Tampa Bay in regulation minus one ten, uh, fifty puck bucks. That hit for me. Uh, I had Nikita Kucherov over one and a half points at plus 140. I had 71 puck bucks of 43 cents or puck cents. Unfortunately, that missed. He had one point. So close to getting that other one. That would have helped, but it didn't happen. I also had Tampa Bay, New York over five and a half in the game at plus 105. Uh, there was five goals in total. So, man, I was like one Nikita Kucherov goal away from going fucking three for three. That would have helped the cause so much. But unfortunately, I missed on those two. Uh, I'm pretty much going almost back to the well here, though, boys. For this one, I got Tampa Bay Moneyline minus 130 in game five. 75 puck bucks and 73 puck cents. Fucking going in. I got Corey Perry plus one point. So it just has that one point in the game. That's paying off plus 110. I'm going to throw 50 puck bucks down on that. This is a greasy game, and it's going to take a greasy guy to get a greasy point. So I'm taking the greasiest greaseball fucking worm of all time. Corey Perry to get me one point in this game. Maybe it's a power play. Who knows? It all counts. Um, and then finally, I have Tampa Bay, New York, over 5.5 plus 120, throwing down fucking 47 puck bucks on that. I've been saying it this entire series, man. This has to open up eventually. So here we go. Five and a half isn't a lot of goals. That's what kills me. So, but so you're going to give me five and a half plus 120. I'm going to take that all day long here. 47 puck bucks. All right, boys. Uh, anything else to add here before we, uh, before we wrap this one up here or what? Nothing. Nope. <laughs> okay, was the, was this show a tart, a dart, or a shart? Shart. 
It's not good. Well, let the for listeners, myself. listeners decide that. Bad, bad performance. Give me a minus three rating for the day. Uh, I think, Did, no, fuck that. You're like two darts. It wasn't a shirt. You're okay. Did you brainstorm other words for tart? Like, did you think about going heart instead of Bro, tart? I had, go tart? I had and dart like, and I had a shirt and I literally Googled like words that rhymed with dart to try and find one. And tart was the only thing I could come up with. So I put the effort in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> doesn't mean it's good. It's like me in high school. I put the effort in. doesn't mean my grades were good. Okay. A for effort. I appreciate but it. Fuck yeah, boys. Thank you so much. Uh, and yeah, throw it in the Slack. Do you like tart, dart, or shirt? Like, let us know. We, we like That's feedback that we, that's the kind of feedback that we need to hear with the hard hitting segments that you get on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Fuck yeah. They got everything. Basketball playoffs are ripping. There's the fucking Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. They're in the finals. NHL playoffs are fucking doing our thing, man. We're so stoked. It's going to the finals. It's going to be sick no matter who gets there. Uh, playoffs have been an absolute blast, that's for sure. Uh, USFL is popping off. There's sick golf going around. The Live Tournament, the PGA, Canadian Open, RBC. That's dope. Maybe I'll be there on Sunday. Kind of don't want to spend 150 bucks for a ticket to go one day, but we'll play it by year. I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, NASCAR is doing its thing, man. Tons of sick shit. Get your ass to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Listen to the other shows, dude. I say this every show. There's some goddamn unreal shows, man. Like, this network kicks ass, and there's everything you need to do. Uh, everything you need to know, rather. It's a great place to win some money. And maybe uh, maybe get into a sport that you wouldn't normally like. Uh, I'm not a big baseball guy. I haven't listened to the baseball show, and I've been making some money off it. So there you go. Simple as that. Uh, but finally, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. If you're not in the Slack, dude, what the fuck? Like, we've worked 63 episodes in now. Get your ass in the Slack. We say it at the beginning. We say it at the end of every episode. We've had people from the Slack on the fucking show. Shout out Bearcat. Shout out Shark. And they've said the same thing. Get your ass in the Slack, all right? So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, join join the Slack. Let us know if this episode was a uh, tart, dart, or shart. And uh, you can also let us know by leaving us a, a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Go to sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify at sg.pn slash hockey s. Subscribe, leave a rating and review. And give us a follow on Twitter as well at hockey sgpn. All right, and shout out our boy uh, Beijing Wings here for giving us all a nice message earlier uh, a couple days ago or yesterday. That was pretty cool to hear. Um, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mine. You can find me riding rough tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, we're going with the Saskatchewan Rough Rider 6 to 1 <laughs> to win the Great Cup. Jeez. And. Uh, Play some unders this weekend. Right? I think that there'll be some low-scoring games uh, in the CFL. So I got under 48 in all four games. So we'll see how that plays out. Well, that's a spicy meatball. All right. Peace. Joel likes it rough. <laughs> mm-hmm.